Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a lot to clean up right now. He's a young quarterback. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Jordan Love, 12 of 23. In that two-minute drill, ends with him skying a pass. 12 of 23 is no bueno. Maybe he was paying respect to Aaron Rodgers by only completing 12 passes. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Yahoo Sports columnist Pete Thamel. Coming up, ESPN NBA analyst Jalen Rose. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show on this very busy Wednesday. Tom Brady has just spoken here uh, on this uh, on this uh, middle of uh, first week of or- uh, mandatory minicamp. And um, we've got ourselves... Uh, a goat twelve talking and Tom Brady. Everything is hunky dory. Although he says that uh, this year's different. That's going to be the entirety of the Bucks 2021 season because they won it all, and they're the first team since the '78 Steelers to bring or '79 Steelers to bring everybody from a championship team back. And that was a totally different time where there wasn't any the cap and none of this stuff that's going on financially in the NFL. And everyone's going to think they're going to just roll the footballs out and do it. And um, so Tom's like, the reality is that this year's different. He's setting a tone. The reality is this year's different. We're all expecting it's going to be the same thing because everybody's back, right? From a championship team. Everybody's back. And... Um, and so Brady is doing what he does, which is set the tone. A lot of people think he goes up there and he says a bunch of nothing. But he does reveal some things if you listen. That's closely. one of it right there, yeah. man. He doesn't want to hear about let's they're running it back and it's all it's all same thing and everyone should expect the same thing. So that's what a Michigan man does, though. <laughs> Can you tell that Jalen's about to join us? <laughs> well done, Rich. He is the uh, co-host of Jalen and Jacoby, the founder of the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy and uh, one of the top analysts in the game, talking about hoops from ESPN, NBA Countdown, and more, Jalen Rose. How are you, sir? Thank you for the love, my brother. Appreciate you having me on. And as always, hail to the victors. Hail (laughs) to the victors, Valiant. How about Juwan? What a season. What a season for him. 
last year? I'm so happy for him and how he comported himself. The one thing about Joanna, when we were freshmen in college, we were the same age, but it was like he was always like four or five years older than everybody else. Well, especially me. I guess I should speak for myself. Mm. And in taking the job the first season and really coming after John Beeline, who did a great job, you know, we were, we were irrelevant for a long time basketball-wise. And John Beeline put us back on the map. He started recruiting players that turned into three-, four-year players that now have become really good pros like Duncan Robinson, Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr. And, uh, like, for him to take the baton the way he has, and, you know, I was disappointed in the UCLA loss. <laughs> I was yes. at the game. I was at the game I with saw. my daughter. I saw. You know, I was at the game. I went to a couple of NCAA tournament games, and, of course, as a fan and a crazy alum, I'm going to always be hurt when we don't go undefeated and win it all. But having the number one recruiting class and being in the living rooms of top players and top um, transfers and, like, having that respectability back for the program really feels good. And I'm really happy that uh, he brought that back. Well, especially since we, we all know, Jalen, we heard about he can't, the Michigan shouldn't in terms of his hiring and what is he, you know, that he, he paid his dues as an assistant uh, in the association, but you know he's never done this at college, and he was smart enough to reach out to Phil Martelli, and he's smart enough to to be and believe in himself, and uh, and what he did last year was remarkable. And now we're already hearing, like you know, Celtics jobs open. Who wouldn't want to coach you know uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? The Portland's job uh, is open, and who wouldn't want to maybe take a run at Damian Lillard? You're hearing his name mentioned already. How concerned should I be? Do you think, Jalen? Here. Well, well, he's a professional, and there's a price of doing business. And you and I both know you can really love your college, but if one of those situations come <laughs> with a blank check, you got to reconsider your life. That's just how this works. And the kind of money that coaches have been getting, look at Matt Rule's contract. He went from college to the pros. He got a major deal. Um, the kind of money that collegiate coaches are getting and professional elite level coaches are getting is astronomical. But I know his heart is in Ann Arbor. I know that he wants to bring a national championship back to the school. And we do have the number one recruiting class coming in next year. And I know he's excited and he and his staff are, are coaching. And so I, I would tell you to breathe easy that I anticipate that he'll still be with us for the foreseeable future and uh, committed to doing all of the things he said at his initial press conference. Jalen Rose here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, and we'll put a pin in the uh, Wolverine conversation for a second. I want to circle Why? back at the end. Why? <laughs> well, well, I mean, if we could... World, listen to us talk about Michigan. Okay. I, I, I could... I, I'm just joking. No, I know that. <laughs> I, I want to put a pin in it just for the moment because I, I, I could do okay. all of that and... Uh, you know, there is so much going on in the playoffs. Joking. No, I know you are too, Jalen. You're, you're the best, man. Um, so uh, <laughs> it, 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 seeing the way the Nets have performed without Harden, he's just played just one minute, and they have just absolutely spanked the Bucks. Um, what, 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 what makes us think anybody could take care of the Nets once Harden does potentially come back in these playoffs, as we assume he will, 
uh, despite how significant this hamstring injury could be. Read me this situation if so you don't I can't, mind. So I can't front. I'm disappointed in the Bucks. I actually picked them to win this series. And if James Harden go out the first minute of the first quarter, mm-hmm. it's one thing to lose that game. Okay, Blake Griffin was Kaiser Soze in Detroit. You surprised that he back dunking now. Got it. Okay, <laughs> you didn't understand that Joe Harris was, you know, one of the best catch-and-shoot players we have in the league. Okay, bang, he got going. We know what KD and Kyrie can do. They were amazing. They're, they're, they're magicians when they get going, especially in one-on-one situations. Okay, I'll give you game one. But then you come out game two and you're trailing by 49 points at some point of the game. That's just unacceptable. And they have the back-to-back reigning MVP in Giannis, who I voted for when he won the MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. And the, the one thing about this season, and I also picked the Bucks to win this series. Mm. I was betting on chemistry. I was betting on cohesion. I talked about them adding Drew Holiday and believing in Middleton. But the elephant in the room is once the playoffs start, Giannis can't make shots outside of the paint. He's made five, he's like five of 35 outside of the paint in the playoffs. He's 23 for 43 from the free throw line. The game is so tough when your best player, a superstar player, can't make shots. And then on the other end, when KD doing his double crossover and hitting his loud, um, step back jumper and getting the and one that was over Giannis, and then when Kyrie strolled up like he had Rucker Park and do the same thing that was over Giannis, and when Blake Griffin dunking again, that was over Giannis, and so as this is happening, the rest of your roster and team and coaches see this too, and you become so demoralized that you get beat the way they got beat in game two. So I think effort is going to um, be there for the Bucks in game three. I anticipate they're going to win game three, but I want to make sure I celebrate the greatness of KD and Kyrie true enough. But I can't act like I wasn't severely disappointed in how the Bucks played both games when they were in Brooklyn. So then let's just say uh, you will be ultimately disappointed by the Bucks and Harden just in the middle of your answer was ruled out for game three. Um, who, who can dispatch with the Nets. Is it a Sixers team? Should they get past the Hawks? Could the Hawks do it if they prove to be so plucky, or is it somebody in the West or nobody? Give me your answer on that, your first blush response. Here's the thing. If you're the Eastern Conference and you're the field and you can't beat the Nets without James Harden, you're, you're really in trouble the next few years. So I want to believe if James Harden doesn't come back, and he's not healthy against Philadelphia, who I anticipate will beat Atlanta, who outplayed expectations so far and continue to do so. And Trey Young and Bogdanovich have been outstanding. But, uh, like, the, the Nets are, the Nets shouldn't be beating teams by 49 points. Mm-hmm. And you would hope as a professional team, they shouldn't advance in the East without James Hart. And so I want to believe the balance of Philly with Embiid's post-ups, um, Simmons and Thibault's defensive ability, Milton and Curry's shot-making ability. I, I, I would hope just because it, Philly can play multiple styles that they should be able to beat the Nets. 
especially if James Harden isn't playing. Jalen Rose here on the Rich Eisen Show, co-host of Jalen Jacoby from ESPN NBA Countdown, and again, the founder of the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy, which I want to talk about in a second here on the Rich Eisen Show. Fellow Michigan man, Rob Palenka should do what this offseason? Just sit back and say, let's just get everybody healthy, run it back. I like the changes that I made. The bubble uh, affected pretty much everybody and maybe even the MVP of the league. Uh, Jokic might feel the results shortly, but uh, or or do they have to make significant changes here in Los Angeles? They won't make significant changes because none of the cornerstones will be uprooted. Not Rob, um, who's already, as we know, won a championship with them. I don't think it's going to be – there won't be any change with Frank Vogel and obviously won't be any change with LeBron and AD. So as you dig deeper into the roster, it's like, okay – are we going to re-sign Dennis Schroeder? He turned down an $80 million deal. He didn't perform well in the playoffs, and it's never good when Magic Johnson tweets that you're not a Laker. That's just not good for negotiations. <laughs> That's correct. It's not good for negotiations. Um, and, and so you look at Dennis Schroeder, and then you look at Montrez Harrell, who has the player option. He went from the Clippers to the Lakers. He thought he was going to increase his value. He decreased his value. So he probably opt back in to, I believe, nine mil next year. And then the third piece is Kyle Kuzma, who most people should remember that he's an asset. Like, he was taken late in the first round. Um, you lose Ball. You lose Ingram. You still hold on to him, and all of a sudden he becomes a rotation player. Not a consistent player, but his game just isn't an – equal fit with LeBron and AD up front. It just like they're going to it's just not an equal fit. So those are the three players, Truder, Montrez Harrell, and Kyle Kuzma if they're going to be like any changes to their rotational players other than the guys they picked up late like an Andre Drummond, you know, Marcus so guys that you know they pick up as they get bought out or you know get disgruntled at another situation. So I say you stay patient, you stay pat. It's just a wide open championship this year. You still hope to have a healthy LeBron, and uh, you hope, in, in theory, you can rely on AD for the entire regular season. That's the biggest question mark. All right, Jalen Rose, in the few minutes I have left with you, let's get into the Leadership Academy. What's going on? How can we help? Today, we actually have a senior barbecue from 1 to 5. It's a little rainy outside. I don't know if you heard me pause, but I literally looked outside and, like, it's raining. I can't believe it because it wasn't raining mm-hmm. when I just walked in the house. But we're open enrollment. We're tuition free. We're public charter. I founded the school in 2011. We're nonprofit. A couple of things that make us unique and special is that we're a 9 through 16 model. So we have 400 plus scholars in high school and have another 500, which will be 600 plus when this year's graduates happen That's amazing. in secondary education. That's college of military, community uh, college of military, uh, community college, trade school. And so. Um, we're a 9 through 16 model, and I'm really proud that our graduation is going to be this Saturday. And uh, we graduate approximately, I think, 83 young people this this year as well. And so I'm really just excited about all of the, 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 the students and the, the families building, believing in my vision, all of the donors. Um, we have an amazing board. I have an amazing co-founder. It's been a labor of love, and I truly appreciate a lot of the sponsors. But we're taking sports, and we're also influencing the community because Tom Gores and the Pistons, they've been a terrific supporter. They've been a terrific donor, and they've committed to help with our expansion. 
And so Stephen this... Ross, the owner oh, of the please. Miami Dolphins, of course, is also committed to contribute to our expansion. And so, and big shout to the Davis Elkin Foundation as well, and to Jeep, who've all been terrific sponsors. So, being a nonprofit and and, and being tuition free, we get zero state funding for our facility. Zero state funding. So I took an elementary school and converted it into a high school. And so now our goal is to expand, get more classrooms, get a college-sized gym. And uh, I'm really excited about the progress of the school. And when you're in the city, I got to give you a tour, man. I love it. You got to come check out the school. No, I would, I would love it. They know who you are. They know about the show. <laughs> I would really I love it, Jalen. Broadcasters. I would love it. I really, I really would. Um, you know, and people could go to jrladetroit.com to learn more about this uh, this jewel in Northwest Detroit, uh, in the great state of Michigan. Uh, I'm so proud to see you doing this, Jalen, and what you've done with your platform and what Thank you're you. doing with your platform. It it means so much. And now that's where I want to remove the pin on the Michigan chat. I saw you and C-Web chatting on the Worldwide Leader in Sports, and I got to tell you, it it gave me. A pleasure. I, I couldn't have been more happy. It gave me a big smile. Um, and I saw that C-Web told Dan Patrick that the two of you still need to get into a room. How can I, can I do that for you? Can I get you a room? Can, is that, does that need to happen with you and Chris? Just, just, get a, just, get, just, just make it a presidential. And order a lot of champagne. <laughs> and order a lot of lobster. And let us sit in there for 30 minutes. And then we invite the other three members of the crew in. Okay. And put us all in black and white zoot suits. And big hats with big feathers, okay. and show how we winning to score the game and the game of life. So that's it. You just need. Do you need a couple of minutes? Is that? Would you agree with that assessment that the two of you still need a couple of minutes to hash something out? Well, I, I can't. I, I can't. Like, well, here, well, here, here's the overarching point. The overarching point is that we're longtime friends that mm-hmm. became brothers, and there have been some turbulent times days weeks months years in our relationship but we're still family and so he and i want to iron it out our goal is to iron it out i believe we will iron it out and there will be a time there's going to be a time there's going to be a time when we're in ann arbor michigan and i'm going to have a fresh cut Mm -hmm. and i'm going to be suited and booted like Mm -hmm. i'm supposed to and we're going to be watching Jawan Howard coach the team to a oh, victory. Gosh. You, I'm confident that that's going to happen. Oh, shout out to Ray Jackson. Shout out to Jimmy King. It's going to happen. I, I, I can't wait for something like that to happen, Jalen. And then I guess to just wrap it all up, you've mentioned style and fashion, and, uh, and it's very important when we are talking about the Fab Five. And that's how I want to turn things over to my social media grandmaster, TJ Jefferson, to ask you about what he asked Juwan about just a few weeks ago. TJ, I will give you the floor in the few minutes we have left with Jalen. Please go for it. Hey, TJ. what up, Jalen? What up, though? So, you know, it's funny, man. If you had told me back in 1991 when I was sitting in press row watching you drop 20 points in Pittsburgh at the Dapper Dan game, then the year 2021, Ooh. we'd be on the Rich Eisen show. I want show. MVP of that. I want MVP of that you, game. Did that was just as big as the McDonald's game. <laughs> yes, that's indeed. And, that's one of my favorite games. And I saw it. I was there. I was uh, baseline, if I recall correctly. And uh, 
watch you do your thing. So if you'd have told me in 2021 we'd be on the Rich Eisen show on Peacock talking, I mean, my mind's blown away. I would have said, what do you mean by that, too, at that day, too? Okay. (laughs) I mean, so. Crazy. But Jalen, you know, way back in those days, bro, I know for a fact that, well, not for a fact, I heard that, you know, you really wanted spandex under your shorts because the shorts were too short and they didn't give it to you. And I'm sure you didn't put in all that work at Basketball City in Detroit to, to make these shorts longer the way you guys did. And as you being the architect of the Fab Five look, you got those baggy shorts and you, you turned everybody in the world onto that look. And now these kids, man, they're, I don't know if it's CrossFit and they're happy with what their quads look like, but these shorts, man, they're, they're, they're heading the up way. north. They're getting a little tight. They're getting a little short. I talked to Jalen and, jo- I'm sorry, I talked to Chris and Joanne about it. So I got to ask Jalen, how do you feel about these shorts creeping up the thigh? So, don't tell anybody, but I was born in the 70s. And <laughs> that's how my favorite players growing up used to wear them when I was watching the game. And so whether it's Magic, Bird, like Dr. J, Isaiah Thomas, like he, he, Dennis Rodman, and John Stockton probably had classic short yeah, shorts. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah, did, yeah. Like it was. It was like almost like soft porn type <laughs> with all of these cameras available. Like imagine Shaq with some small shorts. I can't. I can't. falling down, mm-hmm. right? Yep. He'd be bur- bursting out on things like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> and so I-, I believe that fashion transcends. And by the way, check out Renaissance Man every Thursday. A column I write for the New York Post. And the podcast that I release. Yes. I'm okay. very happy to report that we were recently top 10 in the United States. Had some great, great guests on there. And on that, I talk fashion and entertainment and lifestyle. And what ends up happening is we think we're inventing something, but it's already been seen. How many times you guys been in the car lit with a younger person and they're listening to a song like it's the first time that that song, that beat has been made? And they're <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> So if I say keep sweat on TV, they may be young, but they're ready. People think that I'm singing Beyonce. <laughs> right? Right? And so that's what make it a good, like, good catchphrase because you grab two audiences with it. But back to what you were saying. And what ends up happening is when people see that one look got mastered, a lot of people that are creative think, well, I'm going to go another direction. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to flip it. And so it's like, oh, okay, they were long then. I'm aware of You saw various college players try to do it. Like there's a young man, big shout to Memphis and Penny Hardaway. I joked with him when he was on our show about this. He has a guy on his team that wears the really small shorts. And one time he had a breakaway layup and he missed it. And I promise it was because of the shorts. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, he just got, he got you know what I'm saying? Young fella got to loosen up. You know what I'm saying? Let these things breathe. Right. You know what I'm saying? Got to go in there strong and finish that. And so I, I, I think it's that also. But it, it, and now things are more aerodynamic. Like, you look back at things. Like, look at LeBron's oversized suit when he got drafted or – Look at some of the NBA players when they were on night shows in the 90s and stuff like that. T.J. Ford was wearing culottes. (laughs) Correct. 
They were oversized. And how about a guy that went to the draft with a red and white pinstripe suit with some red Maury Gators, right? <laughs> he was looking fresh right. to death, do, though, do Jay. You, do you think somebody's going to take you in the top three dressed like that? <laughs> I know you were like, did, did you, did, what were you thinking? You know what I'm saying? But, but either way. I, we're seeing it right I, now, Jalen. We got up on the screen. Look at that look. Oh, my gosh. Denver Nuggets. And, and by the way, if it's a really big picture, I had like a pimple underneath my eye that I was trying to pop all night. <laughs> and it's just like a spot on my face. It seems like that always happens. On the big stage, something like that happens. When you grow up in the hood, never been to the dentist, never been to the dermatologist, and you're about to get drafted tomorrow. You got Jerry Cross on one phone, and you got the alcohol in your hand trying to pop a bump. And so um, for, for, for the young people who switch up oh, the shorts, it's just because they're just trying to change the game a little bit, you know. But I, I appreciate, you know, the influence we have had on the game, we continue to have on the game. But it, it's sparked by the people. It's sparked by the culture. And it was birthed by people still believing in us at that time. And, Rich, you know this as well as anyone. Oh, yes. And obviously if you saw me at Dapper Dan, you definitely know mm-hmm. that I, I'm glad that I've seen the – cosmic shift of being disliked and hated to being appreciated because if you do a list of most hated college basketball players i'll probably be on it and i feel like i'm a likable person you <laughs> jalen rose everybody what an answer that's what's up jalen thanks for the call best to molly uh love seeing what she's up yes, to these me. days man send send our best to uh, to your wife. I love you, my brother. I appreciate the love. Don't hesitate to reach out about anything. I will do that. You same to you. That's Jalen Rose, everybody, the one and only. What an answer! <laughs> I love you. Knew he'd give you that answer. Yeah. Let's take a break, Andrew Brandt. When we come back, we'll talk about what's going on in Green Bay with a man who spent many a moon there and had a front row seat for Favre's departure and Rogers' ascension. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Not every single time do we fill, if you will, the three minutes here on Peacock with uh, something from our archives um, until the radio audience comes back. If you're people who watch us every day, we, uh, we, we, we like going down memory lane while the radio audience goes away for a much longer period than our Peacock audience, who we adore. And we love uh, showing you some stuff from our past. But sometimes things happen on social media that doesn't really translate to a radio audience for us to show you. For instance, uh, Jay Billis, I don't know if you caught this on his Instagram account this weekend. I did not. He played in a, um, remember he came on our show to talk about Coach K. He said he's playing in his member, like in a right. member guest yeah, yeah, yeah. in Charlotte or something like that. Uh-huh. Dave Feldman, uh, formerly of ESPN, was his partner or something like that. Um, here you go. Here was, uh, here was Jay on his Instagram account breaking down his uh, performance. <laughs> well, the seventh hole was uh, really pivotal uh, in, in the match. And for me, you know, after uh, hitting a great tee shot, and, and really I put my best swing on the provisional. And I was really impressed with my low point control on the chip out sideways. Uh, then I had to make a decision. Uh, you know, I was thinking, talking to my caddy, I was thinking, what would Tiger do? Uh, what, would, what would Justin Thomas do? Uh, Tiger would probably hit the stinger. Uh, JT would probably go with the trap draw. Uh, I decided to go with the, the skull. <laughs> and uh, that's a shot of mine. Uh, I, I pull it off routinely, uh, and I I skull uh, the hell out of it. Uh, and two chips later, uh, twenty feet for you know twenty feet, and you know it's good. Uh, what can I tell you? I mean, they gave it to me because I was out of the hole, but uh, it all felt the same. It was a great feeling, and you know, doing something that uh, the Tiger and Jack have never done. Uh, you know, first flight uh, or fifth flight, actually, fifth flight of uh, the member guest. You know, they've never done that, and uh, I've got a chance to do it. It feels great. <laughs> that is epic. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Fantastic. That is epic. You have no. Oh idea how many times i watched that over and over oh and over gosh, again that's funny he chose the skull f that's the what he chose f. oh yeah. my yeah. i mean it's perfect stinger the trap draw no i went with the skull f it was perfect <laughs> he also did another one you go on his instagram account he did another one where he was talking about his uh, partner uh or he's getting ready to do it and feldy walked by and he pulled a kepka where he just like rolled his eyes <laughs> as feldy walked by very funny oh <laughs> just the face 20 feet for 20 feet they gave it to me because you know i was out of the oh, hole my. we know it we've all been there perfect pitch control on the pitch out sideways or perfect low point oh my gosh that's my golf game well done jay billis 
Very well done. Round of applause from the Rich Eisen Show crew here on Peacock. Well done. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on our radio audience as well. We were a little bit late for this next guest because Jalen Rose, your question to him about how the short shorts that he did so much to make fashionable and bring into basketball is creeping back up. You asked C-Web now, you've asked Juwan, and now ask Jalen, TJ. Got to get Jimmy King and Ray Jackson on here to complete it all. Hmm. Maybe even Steve Fisher just for the hell of it. (laughs) 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. This man spent many a moon in the front office of the Green Bay Packers. And uh, he joins us here now on the Rich Eisen Show uh, to give us his perspective. You can catch his sport, his Business of Sports podcast and his Sunday 7 newsletter free to your email every Sunday morning at andrewbrandt.com. Andrew Brandt here on the Rich Eisen Show. How have you been, sir? I've been well, my friend. It's good to be with you and... Uh... You know, whenever we talk about Aaron, I think I want to give some perspective. Fifteen years ago, you know, we take Aaron in the first round. Everyone hated it. The crowd below us at Lambeau Field booed so hard it shook our souls that we took Aaron Rodgers. And then it was three years, Rich. You know, it was three years of managing these relationships where I'm dealing with Brett Favre's camp pretty much every week or so. You know, Andrew, do you know what it's like to come into work every day and sit with your replacement? It's no fun. It's no fun. And then Aaron's camp would be, is he ever going to play? Like, Brett's never going to retire, so is he ever going to play there? What are you going to do? And you just try to be professional and tactful and understanding, but you don't have the answers. And if you did, you don't want to give the answers because you want to maintain flexibility as an organization to when you make the move and turn the keys over to Aaron Rodgers. So that's what happened. Now you fast forward 15 years, they've done the same thing again. And I said it the day they drafted Jordan Love. I hope they're ready to manage this. Forget about on the field. Mm. Are they ready to manage this? And this is what I mean about management. You're going to have agents and hurt feelings and wanting answers all the time, like all the time. And I don't know if they've managed it well because Aaron was a good soldier. He wasn't, you know, Brett called us seconds after the pick and he was livid. But Aaron, you know, said all the right things. But you could tell after the championship game, he was kind of like, you know, what are we doing here? And I think the Packers all along, in my mind, I don't know inside knowledge on this was to move to Jordan Love in 2022. And I get the sense that Aaron's like, well, what am I doing here? You know, I'm, you want me to be a placeholder while I'm the MVP of the league. So I think it's the control of the timeline is what's at issue here. Well, then there's a couple of questions of what you just said, uh, I guess in a preamble to start our conversation here, yeah. Andrew, um, is that there are some differences one that i know and one that i'm wondering about let's start with the one that i'm wondering about did you guys give Favre a heads up that you were gonna take aaron Rodgers, or you couldn't really do that because you didn't expect him to fall down to 24 unless you watched mike mayock's preview on nfl total access days before the draft where he nailed it so did did you give Favre a heads up before making the pick or no we did not we did not and as you said two things happened that night number one all the players we had rated as first-round grades, except one, were taken. And the one that was still on the board was not taken by all these teams that had told him to his face, if he was there, they'd take him. 
So we had a lot of conversation in those combustible moments before the pick, and the coaches are crazy, like, why would we do that? He's not going to help us this year, maybe not next year, maybe never. And Ted Thompson, bless his heart, looked at me and everyone else and said, well, Andrew, what do we always say? Trust the board. Trust the board. And I said, Ted, you know Brett's going to be upset. Fans are going to be upset. Aaron's going to be upset coming to a cold place where he's not going to play. <laughs> and he said, I don't care. You know, we trust the board here. And he had that fortitude to do that. So, no, Brett did not find out to the rest of us. And like I said, he called the coach within seconds, and Bus Cook called me within seconds. And what happened? You know, Bus is like, what the F? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we doing? You want to replace him? And I just said, you know, we have to prepare for the future. This, you know, the organizations have to evolve. At some point, Brett is going to retire. There obviously have been rumors up to that point. We got to be prepared. And then, as I said, it was the cavalcade over years of, you know, it's not great walking into work every day, sitting with your replacement. That's no fun. And I, I said, I get that. But we've got to prepare as an organization. Mm. And so what was Favre's uh, commentary about? He called. Uh, he called the coach right. Or he called McCarthy right away. No, it was, it was the last year of Mike Sherman. The Sherman, and okay. uh, he did call, and you know I think those conversations were ongoing. And <laughs> that's going way to listen, put it. <laughs> <laughs> ongoing. You know, I love it. Fantastic. Well, ongoing until three years later. Right. He retires. We turn the team over to Aaron. And as I suspected, gosh, I wish, I, you know, he'd get the itch. And he did, of course. And there was that fateful day. I think it was June 20th, 19, 2008. Mike McCarthy said three words that no player wants to hear. And he said it to a Hall of Famer that was the face of the franchise for 20 years. He said, we've moved on. And when I heard you know, when I saw Buss and Brett hear those words, it was almost like this is the most poignant words they ever heard. Mm. He said, I'm sorry, we've moved on. And we were not going to take the keys from Aaron and give them back to Brett. That's just not what we we're going to do. Andrew Brand. And then, of course, the, sorry. the divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Brand of uh, Sports Illustrated, former Packers executive, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And one thing, though, as we're strolling down memory lane here about the remarkable similarities between the time that you were there when you drafted Aaron Rodgers along with Ted Thompson uh, and Favre was in the building, and now Rodgers is in the role of Favre and Jordan Love is in the role of Rodgers, and you said you got calls from Favre's representative and Buss Cook saying what gives, and you got a call from Rodgers' representative saying what gives. The difference is now is Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers are represented by the same agent in David Dunn. So what do you think the David Dunn conversations with Brian Kudekunst are like right about now? Andrew, what do you think? Well, as a former agent, you know, if you look at it from a 360-degree view, the best scenario for the agent is probably having Aaron running one team and Jordan running the Packers. You know, because then you'd have two starting quarterbacks in a situation where you can only have one. I don't know... You know, the, the whole thing to me, Rich, is people talk about money and upgrading past Mahomes and doing future guarantees and the contract. Like, you don't even get to the money. The money's easy. That's what I did for 10 years. We can figure that out. 
But you don't get to the money until you figure out what is the problem here. And what concerns me the most of this whole thing is that LaFleur, Gutekunst, and Murphy reportedly have been out there and sat in L.A. and sat in front of Aaron and tried to address the grievances, and here we are. You know, people ask, what would I do? Of course, I'd do the same thing. I'd get in front of them, close the doors, lock the bathrooms. What's the problem? How would we fix it? But it sounds like that's happened. So now where do you go? And ultimately, it's up to Aaron. I mean, they're not trading him. They're not trading him. They're not trading him. They may trade him in 2022, but they're not trading him in 2021. So then the ball's going to be in Aaron's court. So the options are to hold out and then get through training camp. And, you know, I mean, this conversation is about taking place about a half an hour before we're expecting to hear from Jordan Love. You know, already Bakhtiari and Devontae Adams have answered the question. LaFleur is uh, coming up with different ways to say, I don't have an answer where we'd love to have him back. I'm only going to coach the guys that I'm here. I'm like, he's going to run. It's June 7th and 8th now, and we're running out of that time. 9th. What's that going to be like July, you know, August 9th, September 9th? You know, we just saw Jordan Love struggle in his, you know, uh, mini camp drills. It, it, invariably, he would struggle week one against the Saints, my Lord. So, really? Like, that's the way this is going to play out, you think, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, you know my saying, deadlines for action. Right. This was not a deadline in my mind. There's no deadline to minicamp. I mean, you know, they can find them 90000 They probably won't, in my opinion. Then you get to training camp. They have to find them, according to CBA. They can't rescind those fines. They're at 50000 a day. But I don't think training camp's a deadline either. I think, like you just intimated, deep into training camp, there'll be some kind of deadline. But again, Aaron's... Yeah. You know, once you get past holdouts, Rich, what are the two? There are two options, playing for the Packers or not playing football. And I know Aaron doesn't want to retire. I think if he retires, it would be a total feeling like he can't participate in this organization anymore. Mm. Somewhere along the way, there's been a breach of trust between the front office and Aaron. And I don't know what it is. It's way beyond Jordan Love and calling him draft room and all that. That that that's not it. I just think there's he doesn't have someone in that front office that he feels he can trust, and something has breached that relationship. So there's no fix, Andrew. I mean, there's no uh, that's that that's the the ultimate uh, unless Aaron gets over, for the lack of a better phrase, whatever breach has occurred. That's basically what you're saying to me right here on this Wednesday of mandatory minicamp that he did not show up at. That's essentially it. Yeah, and and I'm saying having been in that chair for 10 years, the Packers front office chair, mm-hmm. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They're trying to have the MVP get them to another championship game, Super Bowl in 2021, and then move on and give Love a real opportunity to be a backup this year. And I get it, but Aaron's sitting there saying, I'm not down with that. Of course not. You know, you want me to be a placeholder while I'm the MVP of the league? So to me, it's like a battle for, you know, Aaron's probably saying, and maybe Dave Dunn's saying, let's do this now. 
you know, let's do it now. Why wait? Why wait a year? Because the Packers are like, we don't. We do want to wait a year. We want Aaron Rodgers' level of talent, and then maximize trade value in March. So then, I guess the last question for you, Andrew, is 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 did did they just meet Aaron Rodgers? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> in all honesty, you know, uh, yeah. Gutekunst has been there since what ninety seven. He had a front row seat to everything that you're kind of talking about right yeah. now. All right, uh, and Mark Murphy's been there forever and a day. He's had a front row seat. Did they just meet the guy? I mean, like, you know, what do you expect? Like, he he knows when he's being managed. He knows 2022 is the time. He gave him a freebie in 2020. He's not going to give him a freebie in 2021. He's already said that. Like, what do you expect? That's a great question. And you know Aaron as well as I do what you just described. He can, he can put people, as he calls it, on blast sometimes. And listen, Ted Thompson was an elite evaluator, but he was not a communicator. And he said to me and John Schneider and Reggie McKenzie and John Dorsey, you guys do that. And I don't know if Brian has that or has it's trying to do it himself. You know, I'm sure Brian's an elite evaluator as well. And, and is, he, is he doing the communication? Is he having someone else do that? Are they getting stilted between him and Murphy and Russ Ball? I mean... It just sounds like exactly what you said. Like, what are they missing with Aaron, and why are these meetings in L.A. not advancing the ball at all? So I'm left scratching my head, as you are. Andrew, thanks for the time. The Business of Sports podcast host, the MMQB columnist, and also get his Sunday 7 newsletter free, delivered to your email every Sunday morning. You sign up at andrew.brandt, andrew-brandt, B-R-A-N-D-T dot com. Let's continue this conversation. Thanks for the call, sir. Thanks, Rich. Talk soon. You bet. That's Andrew Brandt. Follow him on Twitter, at Andrew Brandt. I do as well. Wow. I mean. Jordan loves talking in about 15 minutes, apparently. So we'll keep an eye out for that. And we got an OTA update. Okay. Let's take a break. When we come back, that's how we set up Ian Rappaport, hour number three on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number, sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's somebody on Twitter... And it could be Bob, at real underscore Bob Costas. Then you read the Twitter bio and you begin to think something could be up because it says former NBC Sports broadcaster, 21-time Emmy Award winner, 11-time Olympic host, president and sole member of the BCFC Bob Costas Fan Club. (laughs) Doesn't sound like Bob. No. So I wanted to make sure that we're all buttoned up and inviting here on the Rich Eisen Show to discuss this very subject is none other than the real, actual, 100% authentic Bob Costas. How are you, Bob? I'm good, Rich. Late last night, and then again this morning when I woke up, <laughs> dozens of texts, some claiming it must be real, some saying this can't be true. Yes. And one said, this is the best indication that hell has frozen over <laughs> since the 04 Red Sox or the 2016 Cubs. But I am here to assure you and everybody else that the fires of hell are still very much blazing because I am absolutely not on Twitter. They have taken the bogus account down. And I began thinking, you know, what would actually, what would I have to do before I ever deigned to be on Twitter? What? Like binge watch the real housewives of Orange County? <laughs> Make a return trip to Sochi just for the nostalgia of a pink eye episode. Star <laughs> in a school to basketball. Or or just for you, just for you, Rich. Yes, Bob. Make a special trip to the NFL combine. <laughs> All those things will happen before I'm ever on Twitter. <laughs> I mean a prequel to basketball would be pretty epic. Prequel. I like it. Yeah. You know what? I have to admit that. So the Zucker brothers asked me to do a sequel, especially with Al Michaels at my side. Yes. The basketball. It must, it must be done. I All right, there you go. Right. Okay. So this is the real Bob Costas. We can okay. confirm oh, that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Twitter needs that. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, of all the things in the world, uh, I, <laughs> So did you, did you, did you, uh, your son, uh, tweeted it out that this is not you. When I saw the, the first screen grab that, that Keith sent to me, Yes. one tip off should be, look, I'm a reasonably humble and self-effacing guy, Yes. but would I knowingly shortchange myself seven Emmys? <laughs> the guy couldn't even get the number of Emmys right. Exactly. I said that. I said 21 seems a little light. Right. You gotta pull a scam, get your ducks in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Might have been Costas' finest appearance on the show. He's had many. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay. So let's do it again, Chris. Let's you did it, it yesterday. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Rob Domofsky of ESPN was live tweeting Jordan Love's first mandatory minicamp outing that he could see uh, that the, the media was allowed in on. Didn't go very well. Bears fans were celebrating it. 
We're talking about the uh, heat being turned up by Aaron Rodgers and not being there. It turned it up. <clears throat> got to be fair and balanced. We got to do it again. Certainly, if Jordan Love's about to speak to the media, question is, did that affect his performance, knowing that he would be facing the glaring spotlight, answering questions that he's prepared to answer, but really shouldn't have to answer? It's not his doing. In that respect, we just talked to Andrew Brandt about him being back in the day in the draft room when they drafted Rodgers in the Packers front office, getting a call from Bus Cook, Favre's agent, saying, what the F? (laughs) David Dunn represents both quarterbacks, Rodgers and Jordan Love. If you think Rodgers was surprised by this, what do you think David Dunn thought? Now put in a situation where he knows what this will mean to his client, Aaron Rodgers, one of his most important clients, and why not? And Jordan Love, who he signed and can't wait to turn into the next Rodgers. Now they're on the same team. He probably was going, what the hell? He's probably just as angry as (laughs) Rodgers has been the entire time. How's Jordan Love doing today, Chris? Well, Rich, if yesterday was the low, today's the high. No no complete numbers yet out of Packers minicamp. But 25 minutes ago, Rob Domofsky did tweet, quote, what a stretch for Jordan Love. Wheel route to A.J. Dillon, right sideline for 30 yards. Boom. Free play deep to Alan Lazard for 45. Maybe he's got the cadence, uh, the Rodgers cadence, getting people jumping off sides. Let's take a free play and take a shot to Alan Lazard. Deep corner route to Jawan Winfrey for 30. Yes. Deep sideline to Aaron I mean, Jones for 30. Oh. He was so fire, the tight end coach Justin Outen started fanning him. Wow. Added 10 minutes ago, and now Love leads a drill-winning drive in the two-minute. Hey, he couldn't do it yesterday. Capping a 70-yard drive with an eight-yard leaping TD catch by Alan Lazard. Ah, he's Rogers back. Who? He's back. Rogers who? Rogers who? Rogers who? Rogers who? It's a week-to-week league in the regular season, and mandatory minicamp, it's a day-to-day league. Day-to-day. It's a rep-by-rep it's a rep league. I was just going to say. A rep, rep. It's rep-to-rep. <laughs> Yesterday, it was Aaron sitting back home, wherever he is, Hawaii, Malibu, set of Jeopardy, whatever he's doing. Anywhere. Anywhere. Wherever he is, he's sitting there, cigar lit, hands behind his head, feet up on the desk, like Red Auerbach, (laughs) how do you like me now? Today, Jordan Love does the same thing. Now it's like, who needs Aaron Rodgers? Tables have been turned. You know what, though? Rubber's going to have to meet the road. And again, the National Football League, if you don't mind putting the Green Bay Packers schedule up, Mr. Hoskins, the National Football League, Howard Katz and Mike North and the rest of the group that puts together the schedule decided we're going to not turn back from our plan. We're going to keep the Packers where they are on our schedule And we're going to give America a front row seat to whatever the hell the first four weeks is going to look like. At New Orleans, late window Fox. Everybody who turns on Fox on Sunday, September 12th, will see this game with the exception of a couple of regional battles. CBS has got a late window. It's a double, by the way, uh, double header. It's a rarity. CBS has got the late window Browns and the, the Chiefs. So while if you're if you're Browns and Chiefsing with Nance and Romo, you've got Buck and Aikman, Packers at New Orleans, and then the Monday nighter, the home opener in Lambeau. 
is week two, Packers hosting Detroit. Then week three is the Sunday night game on NBC where Green Bay's back in the warm confines, if you will, of the 49ers, the NFC Championship game. First one they lost with Rodgers and LaFleur together. And then week four is late window on CBS. Anybody who turns on CBS will most likely watch Romo and Nance calling Green Bay hosting Pittsburgh Wow! in Lambeau Field. That's the first four weeks. So we'll route all you want to A.J. Dillon today and struggle in the red zone yesterday and do it today. June 8th and 9th ain't the first four weeks of the regular season. So anybody sitting out there for even a split second saying, well, Rodgers is toast because you're knee-jerk reacting to your rep-to-rep league. But good for Jordan Love, man. Yeah, It's better than the alternative, which was yesterday. Getting better. Yeah. And Rodgers' holdout is giving Love the reps that he didn't get last year. Oh, man. And Andrew Brandt basically just said, Packers aren't trading him, and they're going to put Rodgers in a position of holding out and not playing at all this season. That's where he sees this going because they're not trading him. And Rodgers and uh, David Dunn, his agent, according to Andrew Brandt and his read of the tea leaves, are basically saying, if you're going to trade him next year, let's just do it now. And the Packers are like, we'd like to win with you now. Oh, man. That's a standoff. We'll talk about it with Ian Rappaport coming up. By the way, the next four games ain't easy either. That's what you call the National Football League. That's what you call the National Football League. Because after that, who the hell knows about the Cincinnati Bengals this year? Who the hell knows? What if they can put up 42 on you? Doesn't you got matter. the eight ball? Exactly. Where's uh, the Magic the ball? Yeah, I know, right? Where's the Magic ball? At Chicago as I mean, well. What are the Bears? Who's going to be their starting quarterback? Yeah, man. That's an early window game on Fox. Has the Fitzmagic oh, run out by week man, seven? Man, and like, that's when there? week seven's at you know Tampa. I mean? At Tampa. Late window CBS. Whole country sees that. And then Halloween. Early window game hosting San Francisco. Uh, hope no problem giving the Bears schedule. My bad. My bad. So Green Bay's at the Bengals, at the Bears. Then you got the Washington football team at home. Yeah. I don't know. And at Arizona on a Thursday night at Kansas City, November 7th. Home for Seattle after like all that. That 10 day stretch right there. The Ram. I mean, it's crazy. This schedule's really hard. This is a really hard schedule. Green for, Bay for a schedule. Oof. Speaking of the Washington football team, uh, first day of school yesterday uh, for everybody's uh, America's newest sweetheart, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> you have that one up there, if you don't mind? Okay. Whose idea was this? I don't know. Great kudos know. to the yeah, WFT. Yeah. Um, the social team. Yeah, social or team. The PR squad. I don't know. All right, there you go. Very funny. First day of year 17. My teacher is Mr. Rivera. <laughs> I am 38 years old. I'm 74 inches tall. My friends are Terry and Curtis. I mean, as a McLaurin and uh, Samuel. <laughs> I mean, look. Love it. I mean, it's tight. He's tightened it all up, tightened I mean, the lid, and the beard looks. I mean, it's it look, It's flowing, but it also looks like it's under control. It's perfect. Today they posted a video with a cicada attached to his beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, don't, we don't understand that out here in Southern California. No, nah, that's a bad thing. We don't get those. Apparently it's out of control. Yeah. 
it uh, it grounded the presidential. Like, press remember the Vuvuzelas from the World Cup? Oh, I do remember. Yeah, that. that's what it sounds like all the time. No kidding. Yeah, the sound. Loud. You remember the sound as a kid? Yeah, the sound. I don't remember the sound as a child. My no, I had them twice before I moved out. Because they're intently lovemaking with each other. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. By the way. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Don't stop. Get it. Get There's it. a new fantasy name. The Cicada is our avatar. <laughs> intently lovemaking. You just came up with our get fantasy it, name rich. for 2021. That's it. Don't My stop. My son will not get understand it. it. Get it. <laughs>